and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I have a lot to share today and I wanted to start this off on a really fun note. I have some business for life recent wins and the ladies inside this current round are seriously making some big moves. There is just a few weeks left of this first round and then we start business for life 2.0 on the 1st of August and there is already some epic women joining me in there but I wanted to share some wins from the current round because I just think it's so inspirational to hear what others are doing in their businesses. So one of the ladies inside there has been integrating so many of the learnings and she just increased her prices and landed her first client at $8,000 for her signature package, which I am so, so proud of her for doing, for shifting through the fears, for really standing in her confidence and really knowing her worth. Another lady just increased her prices and decided to step it up another notch. So she increased them again in less than two weeks because she is just moving so, so fast in her business. Another lady has also been able to create so much flow in her business and feeling so much less overwhelmed, having so much more time to literally just be and create this space in her business, in her life. Her health is improving, like everything. And this is what happens when we build a business for life. Like we don't run a business to take over our entire life. So the vulnerability and the self-honesty inside this group is really what does it for me. And this is how we get to move really, really fast by integrating, holding ourselves to a higher standard and just being inside of a group that is doing the same. And we get to all move at this incredible pace, but no burnout vibes. That is not the vibe at all. It is to create so much more space, but grow your business in a way that feels so, so good. So we do start the next round on August 1 and this next round is like going to be business for life on steroids. It is going to be so much more potent because it is more of a mastermind format. We've got the fortnightly calls with group coaching and group Voxer as well available Monday to Friday to really integrate the learnings into your business to go really, really fast towards your goals and to have such self-honesty around where you're holding yourself back. So I'll be in there giving you super customized and personalized feedback. The price is going up again soon. So the link is in the show notes. Jump on over, send me a DM if you would like more info or if you're not sure if it's right for you or if you just have any questions, my DMs are always open. But this is going to be the most expansive container. So if you're ready to step out of the hustle and really just grow your business in the most amazing way, you want to get your butt inside. Welcome to Couch Chats, your go-to podcast for raw and inspiring messages from myself and other female entrepreneurs all around business and mindset. I am your host, Jess Williamson, an award-winning business and mindset coach and a serial entrepreneur having scaled four successful businesses. My purpose is to help you unleash your unique superpowers and to build the life and business of your dreams. Let's get into today's episode. So let's jump into today's podcast, which is all about how making fast decisions 
has been basically the core of my business success up to this point. So people often ask me, how do you get so much done in such limited time? Or how have you achieved so many things like ran five successful businesses globally and now you're getting to coach people on that? And how do you have so much freedom and time in your business, but yet I still seeing you achieving so many massive goals, but you're also in bed till 10 a.m. or at the beach all the time. So I get it. It doesn't always necessarily make logical sense, but I truly believe the number one reason why I've created so much fast success in my business is because I move fast. I take action fast. I fail fast. I skin my knees. I fall over. I learn fast and then get back up and do it all again. Side note, I don't actually believe in failure, but that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) But here's the hard truth. The reason most people take slow action is because they are worried it may fail. But no successful person ever got to where they are because they didn't fail. It's because they failed so many times and picked themselves back up and kept moving. So if we keep trying to avoid failure, we are also avoiding success. So for as long as I can remember, I have always moved fast. When I was younger, I used to run everywhere because walking was too slow. And I used to run around the house and mum and dad would just yell out, Jess, slow down. And that was like the story of my life. (laughs) And I would bang into walls and like cut corners and like bounce off the walls with my arms and That is just a whole vibe. That is literally the metaphor for how I do business. (laughs) I run. I run everywhere, hit some walls, hurt myself a little bit, but I just keep going. So (laughs) no walls getting in my way. So moving fast is kind of like part of my DNA, but it also doesn't mean you can't learn because oftentimes that slow movement is due to that fear of failure, is due to worried about making the wrong decision or what if it doesn't work out. So the things I've done and achieved in the past six to seven years in business are equivalent to most people's probably 20 to 30 years. And I honestly believe it is because I move fast. Even Richard Branson shares that his number one success secret is that he makes decisions fast. Regardless of the outcome, Regardless of the result of that decision, he knows that any decision is the best decision. And making slow decisions is actually the fastest route to overwhelm and burnout. Because what it's doing is it's taking up energetic space in your mind. Even though you haven't taken a step, even though you haven't made a decision yet, it is taking up so much energetic space in your mind that it leads you to overwhelm and burnout. Although logically, if we think about it, We'd feel like making a decision takes more energy because then we have to do something about it. But you're holding the energy of whether you say yes or no. You're holding the energy of both outcomes in your mind and you start to overthink it. You start to play out certain scenarios in your mind. And now you're holding double the weight than if you just made a decision, acted on it, find out the solution, was it a great decision or not, and then you move on. And you don't let bad decisions, bad investments, bad choices mean anything about you. I can't even tell you the amount of times that I have invested in things or paid someone some money and it didn't work out the way 
I thought or wanted it to. The only investment that I have never, ever regretted, regardless of the outcome, has been with a mentor. But even the other investments, such as maybe I paid an agency to do some work and it was absolutely terrible, or I paid a photographer and it was really, really bad, or whatever it might be, I never actually regret any of those decisions either because I learned so much. So I've come up with three ways. I tried to kind of unpack the way that I think and how this can help you to cultivate that fast and empowered action in your business to really start to see the results sooner. So number one is make decisions from a place of empowerment and opportunity and not from scarcity or fear. Often we know deep down what the right next choice is for us. We know what we want to do, but we get in our own head. We think about, oh, what if it doesn't work out? What if I don't make my money back? What if I fail? What if I'm not ready yet? But the way that I make decisions is if I feel a little bit of fear, but deep down I know I freaking want to do it, if it feels a little bit stretchy, then I do it anyway. Because I know that if I remove the illogical fear, if I remove the scarcity mindset, all that I'm left with is a big hell yes. Maybe you're left with a big hell no. (laughs) But when we remove scarcity and fear, we can't make a wrong decision. Staying stuck where you're at by not making a decision is still a decision. So I'm actually a splenic projector. And if you're familiar with human design, there are different authorities. And that is how you're meant to make decisions. As a splenic projector, I get an instant hit. It says, hell yes or hell no. And if I don't listen to that, it's gone. So for me, I get an intuitive hit instantly, and that is always the right decision for me. So I've really been playing with how that gets to feel and what that looks like. And guess what? It looks like bloody fast action most of the time. So if you are a splenic projector or a manifester, then amazing. Go with your first instinct. But there are other feelings. There is sacral. So that is like, what does it feel like in your gut? There's obviously emotional authorities, which is like you've got to ride the emotional wave and then make a decision off that. So there are going to be different ways of making a decision. They may not all be as fast (laughs) as me, but it's just remembering that, you know, if it normally takes you a month to make a big decision, cut that down, cut that down to what feels right for you and remove the scarcity and fear and come at it from the place of empowerment and opportunity. So no matter what authority you have, whether it's gut feeling, whether it's splenic, whether it is emotional, whatever it is, there are so many more types. Those are just some of the most common ones. I can guarantee you not one human design authority is meant to make decisions from their head. And it's never meant to be logical. And so this scarcity and fear actually comes from getting in our own head, saying, oh, how does that make logical sense for me? But no one is actually meant to make decisions from their head. And it doesn't always have to make logical sense. So have a play around with what feels right for you and just ask yourself, am I coming from empowerment and opportunity or scarcity and fear? I also wanted to just add, I am all for researching your options. I'm not saying go and, you know, if you see something, sign up straight away. 
I'm not saying you have to be super impulsive and careless and all of that. I'm all for making empowered decisions. I always get all of the information. I'm a real information freak. I love to know all of the details. Sometimes I just sign up to things and I'm like, this just feels so right. But I love the information. So I'm all for researching options, getting the information so that you can make an informed decision, but also just discerning with where you're simply stalling versus seeking necessary information. Ask yourself, like, how will having this information change the outcome? Because if we're using it to stall, if we're using it from that fear and scarcity, then oftentimes having more information won't change the outcome. You're almost looking for something to tell you no, so that you can feel better about not doing something that you know you really want to do. And sometimes I find people can obsess over small details such as like, what are your call times? And all of these little things that really at the end of the day don't matter. Because if you know that it's the right thing for you, you'll make time for the calls. So for me, I even have recently invested in a new program, a new coach, investing in my own learning. And I had no idea when the call times were going to be. I had no idea how many calls were going to be included. But what I did know is that I had to work with this person and it just felt so right and so expansive for me. And it was a hell of an investment. Every time I invest in myself, every time I make a decision, I come from a place of growth. And guess what? Growth is not comfortable. So that is the place that I always come from in my business. And I will tell you, just a couple of weeks ago, I invested in something, not a coach, but I invested in paying for someone to do some work for me. And it turned out terrible. Everyone I've showed have just said, Jess, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And so they gave me a 50% refund. I lost $2,500 in this investment. And that is money gone down the drain, but I've learned. And what I learned from that was really coming back to myself, making decisions that feel right for me and moving from that place. And energetically, I let that go because I know that money can flow in and flow out. If I hold on to that and make that mean something that I'm bad at making decisions or I shouldn't invest in things because then I lose money, then I can't keep moving. So when we make the decisions from a place of empowerment, we don't have to let it mean anything about us and we get to keep moving. We take the learnings, we learn our lesson and we move on. So number two is take action before you're ready or just simply stop waiting for everything to be perfect because perfect timing doesn't actually exist. The thing is, If you're dreaming big enough, you really won't feel ready. If you feel ready right now, I'm going to say you probably need to dream a bit bigger (laughs) because your next level is always going to feel a little bit scary, but it's about feeling the fear and doing it anyway. It's about getting comfortable with the feeling of being uncomfortable. And that is something that I almost crave and I love now because my brain knows that it is safe and so expansive for me to take action before I'm ready. And when I start to feel a bit too comfortable, that is when I know I need to step shit up. So as a couple of examples, when I started my very first business, 
Some of you may have heard this before, but I had a swimwear brand that I grew and scaled globally, had global warehouses and sold it last year. And I was invited to New York Fashion Week to literally be a part of the Australian showcase at New York Fashion Week after one week of just launching my business. And at that time, I hadn't made many sales. I've literally just launched. I also spent all of my money on the first collection. I also was only in business for one week and all of the other Australian brands that were going to be in this show were brands that have been around for years and years and I looked up to and were just so, so huge. So here's all the things. I could have said, oh, nah, I don't have any money. Oh, nah, I don't really have time because I have to make a whole new collection for New York Fashion Week. I also have a full-time job that I don't have any annual leave for. I could have also said, oh, look, I'm not big enough yet. Who am I to go to New York Fashion Week? No way. The list honestly could go on. Like there are so many reasons why I could have said no. But what I looked at it was, this is a freaking amazing opportunity. There is no way I can't say yes to this. Even though it feels a little bit scary, even though it was bloody stretchy and I hit my rock bottom, I emptied my life saving. Like so many things happened in the lead up to that. But guess what? I don't regret it one bit. And that's because I acted before I was ready. If I waited until I was ready or worthy of going to New York Fashion Week, I would have never gone. And another example is when I started my podcast, well, this podcast, (laughs) I decided one day I want to start a podcast. So guess what I did? I put my phone, no, it was my camera on a tripod. I just wore what I was wearing on the day and I stood in front of a wall and I took a self-timer photo. Guess what? That became my cover image for my podcast. Not the current one, but the first one that I used for the whole first year of my podcast. I used this self-timer image. I recorded the first ever episode on my phone on voice memo and then I uploaded it. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have the tech. I didn't have the expertise. I didn't even know where the hell you meant to upload it. But a quick Google told me and I asked a friend who luckily had created a podcast. So if I waited until I had all of the tech, if I knew exactly what I needed to say, if I had to wait until I did speaking lessons, until I did a podcast course about how to launch a podcast, I never would have launched it. And I literally launched it within 24 hours of having the idea. And here we are. (laughs) How many years later, me hanging out on this podcast with you. And if I waited until I was ready, I wouldn't be here today. I can guarantee you that. That is literally just two of so many examples throughout my business where I have taken action before I was ready. And that is how we get to step into that next level. So number three is make decisions from your future self. Making decisions from your current self is how you actually stay stagnant and stuck where you're at. If you want to hit next level goals, if you want to hit next level income, next level clients, then you need to start making next level decisions. So when I make decisions that are hard, I always consult or or tap into the mindset of when I'm at the next level, what decision would I be making right now? And that is always the easiest decision that I've ever made. It becomes so easy. And if you want to elevate to that next level in a really fast way and stop waiting for the next level to just land in your lap, then you need to start making decisions from your future self. 
So last year, I had run my Dreamers and Doers membership. It was literally the very first program I launched as part of my coaching business. And even with that, I decided that I was going to launch my Dreamers and Doers membership. On the same day, I whipped up the quickest, most nasty, but done website in two hours. I made a whole website, payment systems, description, everything in two hours, put it up on Instagram, done. Hello, I am running a membership now and people joined and it gets to be that easy, taking action before you're ready. But also making decisions from my future self came with last year when I felt like, hmm, I feel like it's time to close the membership. Even though at that time, it wasn't taking up much of my time and energy. It was bringing in some recurring revenue and I didn't really have to hustle or put too much behind it. And it was just there. It wasn't really harming me. And so if I made a decision from my current self, I would have said, "Mm, it's not really that big of a deal. Like right now it's okay. But if I wanted to elevate to that next level that I was really calling in, I had to ask myself, okay, when I'm at that next level, will I still be running this membership? And the answer was so clear. And the answer was no. I was ready to call in a new level of client. I was ready to have deeper conversations. And that space, the container that I had created, wasn't going to allow me to elevate to that level. And although it was a hard decision, although I loved everyone in there, although it wasn't painful, it wasn't a a big burden, it wasn't anything that I was like, holy shit, I need to shut it down. But I knew that for me to get to the next level, I had to make that decision. And that also comes with increasing your prices. Whenever I've increased my price, I could wait until I have a long ass wait list. I could wait until someone says, hey, you should increase your price. But I'm increasing my price again and again and again. And coming up soon, all of my prices for all of my programs, my coaching, everything is increasing again. And now I don't have a wait list, but I know that my future self is calling me up to that next level. I am ready for it, so I'm taking action. Before I'm ready, I'm making the decision from my future self and I'm also making decisions from a place of empowerment around I know that when I increase my price again, the right people are going to drop in. The right people are going to see that value. The right people are here for me to show them how we can elevate to that next level. But if I came at from scarcity or fear, I would say, oh, no, I have to wait until I've got a wait list. What if no one will pay that price? There are so many things that could come up, right? If I waited until I was ready to increase my price, what would that even look like? To be honest, tell me, what does ready look like? (laughs) Because I would love to know. And if I made a decision from my current self, I would say, "Mm, nah, current price is pretty good. So then I'm not elevating to that next level. I'm not reaching that next level of success. And this is how I have run all of my businesses, not just my coaching business, all of my businesses, my swimwear brand globally opening international warehouses before I was ready. When I ran my bricks and mortar events and photo shoot venue, I did that before I was ready. I also then closed it, (laughs) closed it because it was causing me anxiety and it didn't align with where I was going. I also ran my influencer trips and I could have said, oh, I'm not an influencer expert yet, but I did it anyway and I made it up along the way. The number one foundation behind all of my success 
is learning how to make fast decisions to fast track your success in business. And this gets to be so powerful when you give yourself the permission to act from these three places. So just to recap, making decisions from a place of empowerment and opportunity, not from scarcity or fear. Taking action before you're ready and stop waiting for everything to be perfect. For someone to say, hey, you deserve, (laughs) you deserve to go to that next level now. No, you've got to pave that path yourself. If you're an entrepreneur, sorry to tell you, no one's going to knock on your door and say, hey, you should increase your price unless you're my client and I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) But you get to decide that yourself. And number three, make decisions from your future self because if you want to collapse time, if you want to get to that future self, then you need to start making decisions like it now. So that is all I have for you today. A little bit more tough love from me, but I am so, so excited to hear all of the action that you'll be taking. So send me a DM. would love to hear what you think. Otherwise, make sure you hit subscribe and follow the podcast so that you can get more of this juice in your ears every week. I will see you on the next one. If you are interested in doing business for life, there is a few weeks left maybe a couple of days, depends on when you're listening to this, to get your butt inside. So send me a DM if you're not sure, if you have any questions. Otherwise, the link is in the show notes. And then I cannot wait to celebrate with you. See you next time.